Hey everyone, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Will. And if you don't know what we do here, is we basically take TV shows and movies and all that stuff and just rip them apart. So... Spoiler alert! Alright, so, <laughs> if you haven't seen what we're talking about, check it out. Um, right now our big focus as far as uh, TV series has been on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so that's what we're going to be discussing today. We actually are going to be discussing the latest episode that was released on Friday. It's the fifth episode, and it's called Truth. So, um, the show, um, from what I'm seeing, is is taking a turn, you know, from where it was before, and it's it's getting a lot more serious, and you're seeing a lot more things going on. So, Will, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on this episode so far, or this uh, episode? <laughs> so, initially. I'm going to come right out and say it. I didn't like it. There's <laughs> there's mm. way too many slow motion scenes going on in this episode yes. for some reason. It was like I felt like I was watching a Snyder film. It was really odd. A um, lot of montages. I do like the development with Isaiah. I like the dichotomy between um, him and Falcon and how, like, you know, old black man angry at everything and young optimistic black man it absolutely fits it reminded me of me and my grandfather he was very much like that so um i i agree with that your Aside grandfather from... was a super soldier hmm? wait your grandfather was a super soldier my grandfather wasn't a super soldier he was just you know old angry black guy so uh, i gotcha. i absolutely i absolutely see where isaiah is coming from so that that whole thing mm-hmm. i did like like it was really good development there but aside from that it was like nothing else really happened like yeah. julia like julia Weiss driver shows up and it's like who is she and then it's it's dropped we really don't know what's going to be going on with walker that that whole thing is dropped bucky's mm. hanging around doing his old thing and he's you know going off to do whatever closure and Wait you really second, don't get it you really don't get a whole lot of development with with that moving forward it was just like I, I felt like there was room in this in this episode particularly to do a lot more than they did, but they didn't. It was very slow. And I, how many episodes are left? Like one or two? It's like, come on, like. Oh, well, it's the more. I hope more than that. I thought they I thought they were slated for like nine episodes, but maybe is it I nine? Wrong. I thought it was like for I, for whatever reason I thought it was like seven. Ooh. Okay. Well, so we'll I, I might be wrong. Maybe maybe it is not. I know it's not ten. I know it's it's under ten. So that's why like mm-hmm. it's kind of cause for concern. Like you can you can be doing a lot more with the series at this point. Like we're we're knee deep into it by now. Like right. I don't know. It it just felt very slow moving. Like it like the pacing of this episode was all over the place, and I really didn't I didn't particularly enjoy it for what it was. Right. Well, so it, it started off with a bang, obviously. Yes. And then the rest of it was just like picking up the pieces. And as you said, yes, there were tons of slow motions. <laughs> and you're looking at it like, I mean, there's slow motions, there's montages, there's like cool montages, there's like funny montages. And you're like, okay, what what are we doing here? But we've also established in this episode a very, um, the the opportunity for the two of them to actually start to connect and, mm-hmm. and to get to and to develop their friendship and they even and they pretty much laid it on pretty thick so you understood by the end of their interaction you know we're going to pretend we're tough but clearly we're like best friends right now and you know i i think the episode itself i think 
for me, I needed to have the the balance and everything because we went from the series being yeah, it had its cool moments to being mostly a big stinker, and then we had the ending of the of last week's episode. The whole world is watching, and I'm like, whoa, where are they going with this? And they start off with the bang, kind of like the, the the bang started off. It really reminded me of um um the beginning of Glass. You know, where they, like, reintroduced um, Bruce Willis's character and his son, you know, going to fight the, you know, the Beast dude. And I'm like, wow, what a way to start this. And then the rest of it's kind of slow going. Um, yeah, you know, at, I know what you parts. mean. So I, I kind of like how they did that with this. It, it reminded me very much of Glass um, in that sense because it was like, hey, here's everything and here's them picking up the pieces of it. You know, you know, not to be punny about Glass. But um, anyway. I thought that there was definitely a lot. Now, you said that um, the character Val, or Contessa, whatever her name was, um, showed up, and she was kind of dropped. Well, I, she was introduced in this episode, but she's clearly going to play a bigger part in like the next episode we see, like, obviously. Um, and did you not see the, the credit scene? There was a credit scene? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, that yeah, explains you why you thought see, that John th- Walker was dropped. This is one dropped. of those things, like... <laughs> So I'm on. So just a little, um, a little peek behind the curtain. You and I spend like a good, you know, ten or fifteen minutes, you know, just just shooting it, you know, before we actually hit record. That would have been the time to bring this up, you know. Instead, you're going on about, you know, hey, I got this MacBook, but it's not doing what I want, you know. Maybe not say that. You could, hey, did you see the end credit scene? Kind of like I do with you. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, I, hey! I just assumed at this point that you knew more about stuff than I did, as far as what was on there, and I just noticed it like twenty minutes ago, so Thanks. I didn't catch it the first time. So I stumbled upon it, and was like, "Oh, that's helpful." It's not a huge scene, um, but I mean, basically, just so you kind of get what's going on there. And we'll we'll talk about it later. And it's it's not huge. It's just it's more symbolism um, than anything, but it shows Walker again. We'll say. So let's kind of get into the episode here and just discuss what was going on because, like I said, it starts off at the bang. John's on the run. I mean, they did their whole previously on, but then they they get into John just like running down, you know, near a warehouse or like an old rundown factory or something, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's just there like battling his flashbacks. You know, he's seeing like Lamar. He's seeing Lamar die. He's seeing all these things. And basically, as he's going on there, he's what was it? Um, what was that line? Um, time to get the job done or something. It's like you know, let's do this. It was some something like that. It's like time time to get to work. That was his line, right? Time to get to work, and that's what he kept on saying. It's something like his thing is, I lines. have to put on. I gotta put my game face on. I have to. I have to be Captain America right now. So he sees Sam and Bucky. He goes over there, pretends nothing's wrong, pretends he's not freaking out. Hey, you guys look pretty wounded. You go, you should go see triage or something. You know, like yeah, get those checked out. <laughs> like, dude, like you're messed up. What you did was this, and he's just like arguing with them. I did what I had to do, and they're, you know, basically he's still fighting on this whole like I did the right thing because that man killed Lamar. He is so blinded, even though he was there and saw it. He's so blinded by rage, or was so blinded by rage, and right now blinded by pride, um, that he's not willing to admit that he just killed a guy who did not kill, you know, his friend. So they're going through this back and forth thing, right? And it's all about they're they're saying stuff to him, and you see him start to finally get it, and then Sam says, "Dude, just give us the shield." You know, he's John isn't having it. 
He's just like, okay, now I understand what you're up to. You're just trying to take the shield from me. That's messed up. You don't want to do this. And Bucky's just like straight face, like, yeah, we do. And they get into this all-out fight. No, dude, that, that's exactly the line he says. We don't want to do this. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, my god. I actually like, love what Bucky said there. So oh, this fight scene, this fight scene went pretty much exactly the way that I thought it was going to. Um, mm-hmm. Sam just gets wrecked. He really can't oh, yeah. do much. <laughs> I dude, mean, this well, is, dude, he clipped his wings. This is, hmm. Captain America clipped his wings. Or, yeah, sure. I even said it. Yeah. So John Walker. Dude, he, John Walker took his wings, <laughs> but you know, aside from that, this is very much you know. I would say, I would say Sam contributed about twenty percent to this fight, and eighty percent of this was Bucky. So it's just you it's, know what it, I. I I would agree with you if it wasn't for you know the simple fact that I'm I'm sorry I think a garbage truck just like was driving like ninety miles past my house right now and it's really loud. Um, so he was, even though his wings were gone for a good portion of the fight, um, he was still using his thruster, you know, to actually yeah, like cool. as, as, assist his fighting. And I thought that was great. Well, I mean, basically, the end is they get to this point where they're fighting, and Bucky and Sam are like on John, and they're trying to get the shield off his arm, and he's using his thruster again, you know, to rip that thing off. You know, and it, it almost it almost was reminiscent of the Thanos scene, you know, that Chris Pratt himself, the actor, ruined, you know. <laughs> Whatever. People are crazy. If For those of you who don't understand what I'm talking about, Chris Pratt got death threats. Death threats. Because they were mad that he messed up that when they were trying to take the, uh, the gauntlet off of Thanos. So the actor, there were, there were fans who were so mad at the actor for acting out of anger anyway this is the third um, week in a row that you've gotten upset that the internet actually you know wishes death upon a person ridiculous i just think it's ridiculous you know it's the internet they're actors so it's the internet this is to be expected i mean come on this is not the first time that this has happened it's not going to be the last It's a bunch of it's a bunch of trolls out there who get upset and they go on I'mRight.com and they just start let them. Yeah, well, tell them to go back under their bridges and you know do what they got to do. Um, but basically, they're they're getting the shield off his arm and they straight up break his arm. And it was like when it happened, I was I was satisfied. Like, <laughs> I just think of everything right there. It's like, well, that makes sense. They took they took the shield off and they snapped his arm, and it was like, yeah, okay. I we just saw a super soldier break his arm. That's pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> because we see there's still weakness there. You know, yeah, he's a super soldier, but and I think that's a real um, testament to the whole thing here. Like he thought that all he needed to be the best and you know to be able to win all the time. Is to have a broken arm. I mean, is sorry. Is to have that serum, and two dudes, one super soldier and one dude with a broken jetpack, straight up broke his arm. Now, if he wasn't already going through this, like, I just got beat up by a bunch of women. How's he feel now? Because he's actually taken the serum and still got his arm broken. <laughs> I think the whole thing so. about the serum is he's going to be, he'll be fine going up against, you know, regular people, like regular foes getting right. in his way. He's going to absolutely right. dominate. But you have to remember that he's, you know, fighting against two Avengers. Like, this is not, uh huh. this was never going to go well oh, from I know. the jump. I don't, I don't see how, 
if anything, this would if anything, this is gonna motivate him to actually come back a little bit stronger than he was before. But I don't understand how exactly. like this loss would damage his pride at all. Like, I, like you oh, said, no, no, no. Bucky, not, I wasn't, Bucky's a I wasn't super soldier. Go it's back. not gonna. Yeah, you know, Bucky's a super soldier, but he wasn't like he he seems like he's a mildly super soldier. Like he's not as good as Cap. That's that's the that's what's weird about it. You know, Steve Rogers was like pretty great, but then you see Bucky and he's like jumping out of airplanes and just landing on his back. Like I don't understand what he thought he was doing there because we were all, all expecting him to grab a tree and have some cool landing and he didn't. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that was cool. Um but yeah, I, I just think, I'm not saying that he's going to like, oh, I lost everything and get sad about it. No, he, I think it just at this point he's he's going to lose a lot of what was keeping him a good man. Like he's, he's totally blinded right now by like jealousy, envy, pride, anger, you know, like all of the negative <laughs> things that you shouldn't be driven by. He is I think now the whole thing. By. I think the whole thing about the conversation that he was having with his um, partner a couple of episodes about what the serum actually does—it just kind of enhances who you are. It, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, John Walker. Not a hundred percent sure he was ever really a good person because then later on in the same episode they have a conversation about you know some pretty shady things that they did when they were at war and it's just it's enhancing who he already is. So can you even say that he's a good man? I don't think you can. Well, I think that's the point. That's the point is that he thought he was a good man, but he's realizing now, and we are, that he was not. You know, we wanted to, like, when we when we saw him again after the first introduction, like, we wanted to try to like him and just say, well, he's kind of goofy, and eventually don't he'll say, realize uh, he has don't to give say, it up. Don't say we, because I was never on that train with you, man. I did not like him from the jump. You didn't you... trust him from the jump? Like, no, of course not. Not at all. Okay, so you you saw this happening, though. I didn't see this happening, but I certainly didn't trust him. I mean, anybody coming in... Okay, anybody coming in to this world, you know, donning the, the, the shield, and it's not Sam, and it's not Bucky, it's obviously going to be somebody that's going to be be divisive that's that's the whole right. thing like you're you weren't like the whole way that this character was introduced and then he's signing autographs and he's doing the press run you're not supposed to like him i think that was pretty i think that was pretty well you know telegraphed with the way that this character was acting in the beginning you were never supposed to like him you were never supposed to trust no. him it was always supposed to be okay when is when is this going to flip mm-hmm Maybe, maybe yeah. I was, maybe I, I, I think the better thing to say there is, um, I was hopeful that maybe at mm -hmm. some point he would kind of, you know, realize that he was in over his head or maybe he didn't belong yeah. in this world, but you know, right. that's, that's completely out the window at this point. But no, from, from, from the jump, I did not, I was not on board with, with John Walker. No, absolutely mm -hmm. not. Right. Right. I, ne I never said I was on board with him either, but my point is I didn't expect him to be to this degree. And he's just getting worse. So, I mean, obviously with the super serum, it's just going to enhance that. And, you know, here we go. So they have their little fight. They all kind of clash. Um, you know, the shield comes in. They clash. They're all down. Bucky drops the, Sam, the, the shield off to Sam. Okay. So that's pretty much the end of that. They get up. Um, and Sam goes and so talks with Torres again. 
sees that the wings are in a big duffel bag. They're destroyed. He's just like done. You know, yeah. he's got the shield there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he leaves his wings with Torres and he tells Torres to keep them. Mm hmm. He's not yeah. really much of anything without his wings. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand uh-huh. why he's just kind of giving them up. Um, okay. I mean, it's not like he's leaving the military. It's not like he's, you know, retiring and he's going to go home and he's going to try to fix his boat. Like, he's not going to stay there. I mean, he ends up there, you know, during this episode when we get all those montages. But it's not like right. it's, it's not like it's final. Like, he's obviously going to come back and do something, and it's just like... Okay, you with the shield, like we we see later he in his training montage that he actually, you know, gets halfway decent with the shield and he's able to, you know, throw it around. But aside from that, like his strength is being in the air. His strength is within his wings, like and that's not mm. even a knock against him because, you know, Tony was the same way. His strength was in the suit, and it's like, what are you really what do you really hope to accomplish without that? Yeah. Well, um well, what I will say is he is just he's just done. Like he is he's got a lot going on in his head and at this point he's like, I don't even care anymore. Just take just take the dang wings. Because like wings and everything, it doesn't really matter at this point from where he is. And he's just like depressed. So whatever. Leaves the wings, takes the shield with him. And his plan is to obviously go see Isaiah, right? Because he's just like, I need to get this over to him and just be done with this. So <clears throat> We we go over and we see John facing court, right? Yeah. And this scene was great. Doesn't I, I go well. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, doesn't go well for him. Um, doesn't go well for him. Basically, at all. they're like, you've been stripped of your title and authority. You know, like, do, he basically says, do not at, like think that you can act in any capacity, shape, or form um, as ca- you know as part of the government. You are not. We are completely severing ties, and the only reason why you're not getting court-martialed is because of your prior history in the military. Um, but this is effective immediately. You're done. And they start talking about mandates and everything because he just wants to explain himself. And they're like, we're not listening. We already understand what happened. We've considered all everything that's happened. And yeah, no, you, uh, you're done. We're all done with you. And we have mandates. And he flips out, starts smacking his desk. I forgot what he said, but he was just being like a little baby about it. Smacking the desk, smacking the podium. And just talking about how he dedicated his life to the mandates. And he just like cracked. They said... He lost. This is this kind of bugged me. He lost his retirement. He lost his benefits. Like they're basically saying, we are pretending we never knew you. It's like wow. And I think that kind of goes along with what you know else is going on here. It just shows how the government treats the people that they train. Um, you know, black or white. You know, in the government's you know, defense, he killed a man in cold blood, and there were about a dozen people around who caught that on film. True. He deserves True. benefits after that. Eh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a matter of like you go through this, you go through that, and the, the question is like, people get messed up when they go through wars. And he, in his line, it was very, very valid. You built me. It's like you created me to be this person, and it makes sense. The stuff that people go through during wars, it's messed up. I mean, if I'm anything, saying, he should have. Some, not, if if, if any benefits, he should have some psychological um, assistance. And I think that the military should cover that. So I'm not saying that 
I'm not saying that that you're wrong. You, people do go through some horrific, you know, stuff when they're when they're over there and they're in the and they're in the thick of it. I'm not saying I'm not taking that away from this at all. The, but the big thing here is the serum that he's not being very vocal about. If he was, maybe things would be a little bit different right now. Maybe there would be some treatment for him, but he doesn't come out and say that like he's keeping it a secret and that's the reason why he's acting the way he's acting mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, and i'm sorry but you know when you have him there and he's this symbol of america you know with the shield he's <laughs> he's he's the face of it he is the represent he's the representative mm-hmm. of of yep. you know the, the the american military and there are about a dozen people around in the square and he beats somebody in cold blood to death no and then he doesn't want to be honest about what's actually going on with him absolutely several mm-hmm. ties with him it's it's his own yeah. fault he was trying to speak to them and they weren't even listening though he says let me explain the situation like no we don't even want to hear you talk and then so when he for- and then when he forced his way into explaining the situation he still wasn't honest about it right mhm but and whatever whatever I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to back the guy up. I'm just thinking about the situation and the way that it was all handled. I mean, they're they're trying to get to a point again, like they did in the Winter Soldier, um, that you know the government can't always be trusted, you know, and they're not always making the best decisions. Now, I'm saying I'm not saying <laughs> that you know stripping him of everything is not a good decision because it totally is, especially because of how it looks. But then you've got um, you know Elaine who shows up, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, <laughs> who shows up. And, like, very, like, her her character was, I mean, she did it well, but it was just, like, I'm a straight-up jerk, and I'm here for a reason. And her big thing is, like, you know, you're very valuable to certain people, and she commends him on taking the serum and explains to him, like, I know, oh, yeah, they, they want the shield back, and I know you don't have it. But just, you know, a little secret is that the shield doesn't actually belong to the government. So just so you know, like they don't actually have any rights to it, which is a very valid point. Um, so, you know, we can we'll, we'll see where that brings it. Um, I definitely think that we'll we'll understand what's going on with her character later on, because we know that he's not just done and moving on like he's. No, no, he's not. He's out for he's out for revenge right now against everybody now. Now he's an enemy to everybody, you know? And I think that's what we're going to get stuck with. I mean, he he might just, well, whatever. I don't know how he's going to handle it. We don't know yet. Um, I mean, he could just go out there and try to prove on his own, like, Steam, that he can take out the Flag Smashers by himself. Like, that's what he wants to do. I don't know. Just so he can he can be done with it and, and fulfill whatever he thinks he needs to fulfill or he's just going to go out there and just start taking like Sam Bucky and everybody else down that he can because he's mad and wants to throw a tantrum. I agree. Uh, I, I agree with the former of, of what you just said. He might go out there and try to like single handedly bring down the flag smashers just to prove to himself mm-hmm. and, and the country that he can actually do the job. I think that's right. I, I, I do think that you're spot on with that one. Um, as for um, what's her name? I'm assuming you have her name written down. I did not write her name down. What's her name in the show? Uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Contessa. That's her name. Contessa. Val, but don't don't just don't say it out loud to her. Val. Yeah. 
Okay, so her name is Val. Um, the first thing I thought when I saw her is she's either the power broker or a Hydra agent. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't thinking power broker. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't thinking okay. that. What I were mean, you maybe Hydra agent. Um, I wasn't really sure. Okay. What I was thinking she was. I I think she's yeah maybe a Hydra agent. Somebody, um, somebody involved in some type of agency, maybe connected to the power broker. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's all kind of up in the air. But I just I'm I'm not going to try to try to guess that. I want to see where that goes. I have another weird theory, but we'll see. No, um, I want to hear the theory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so. The GRC, the GRC, the place that they were at earlier, um, that the, the place that was like for the refugees or not refugees, um, they're over there. The place is abandoned and you basically realize that there's like, you know, this whole thing right now is they're relocating all these refugees. They're sending them all back, you know, to their homes. That's pretty much what they're all going to be voting on later. And Carly's just like, they won't stop unless we make them. And it's time. Like we're going on the offense. You know, we're, we're done with this. We're not playing games anymore. You know, they were they they had this plan and now they're ready to act on it. So that's pretty straightforward just to get the story here and understand it. And we see Zemo. And I was that like his family's memorial? Was that a I have like, no idea what that I have no idea what that was or why he was standing in front of it. Yeah, he didn't really explain it, but it, it was some type of memorial something over in Sokovia. Right. Um, and he was standing over there and Bucky shows up. And they have their little back and forth. And he goes, oh, I figured you'd show up at some point. I figured you'd be here sooner. Um, whatever. Um, and he kind of goes off and he's just, he really starts, <laughs> he starts talking about Carly again. And how, like, you know, she's gone off the deep end, man. I, she's she's far beyond saving. And he goes, James, do what must be done. I'm like, wait, oh, no, sorry, this is not Palpatine. Um, he says, do what needs to be done. Yeah, he goes straight up Palpatine on him. And, um... It's just like, yeah, you got to take her out. You got to take her out. He's trying to call the Winter Soldier out of Bucky, you know, and he keeps trying to even now. Um, and that's what he's saying. He's like, listen, and, I mean, from his perspective and from everything else, it makes sense that that's how he would respond to all this because he hates the super soldiers and he wants mm-hmm. them dead and he just loves to toy with Bucky. So whatever. Um, Bucky pulls out a gun. Click, click, no bang, bang. Okay. And then he's given over to the Dora Milaje. Got it. Um, where, <laughs> and it's just kind of funny because I saw a meme like yesterday of it. Um, and uh, the the main soldier there from the Dora Milaje, she was like, we will take him to the raft where he will live out his days. And <laughs> somebody, somebody put up a meme and it says, we'll take him to the raft where he'll live out his days. And it shows that the, the, the nightclub they went to was called The Raft, and then it cuts to him dancing. And <laughs> I laughed too hard for that. I mean, it's like The Raft. Take him to The Raft? Oh, The Raft is the name of the, of the nightclub. Okay. <laughs> He'll just dance the rest of his life. Anyway, you've, you've seen the dance, right? The, like the two mm-hmm. hours of him dancing? Okay. The, um, the Zemo cut. <laughs> it's been restored. But at that point, Bucky's like, hey, um, I've got a favor to ask you. And I'm like, I know where we're going here. It's pretty obvious where they're going. So 
Um, but we'll move on. See, it wasn't so, to me. It wasn't obvious to me at all what they were doing there. Why? Okay, let, let's just, just get didn't, into the whole I didn't point put here. It, I didn't put it together because it's like... I, it, it just it didn't sync up for me at that point, probably because this okay. was before, you know, um, you know, Bucky and Sam had their bonding experience with, you know, fixing the boat. So I didn't think uh-huh. that he would ask for a favor on Sam's behalf. I, I That didn't enter my mind at all. So I was I was kind of wondering, like, what favor is he going to ask for? Like some some new tech uh-huh. for his arm. I, I, I don't know. Like what what exactly is going to happen here? Oh no, I knew I knew exactly what it was. It made okay. perfect sense. I mean, it was a big deal. So, um, we get over to Sam, who goes to see Isaiah, and he wants to give him the shield. And they go into this whole um, America's racist would never make a black man Captain America. Um, but they start getting into more of his story, um, and it wasn't like they kept a lot of it um, hidden the first time. Basically, everything lined up with what he said. Just we got more information about everything he said this time. So he got into more detail. So he was married. His wife died. Um, there were letters that she was writing to him, and somebody was, like, keeping them and hiding them, so he never got them. And basically they told her that he was dead and all this stuff. But you realize why he was in prison was because they, um, the government wanted to blow up a POW camp to hide the evidence of the experiments that they were doing on these soldiers. Right. And... It, you know, he was basically saying that they like, oh, yeah, they said it was tetanus shots. They said it was this stuff and they're doing all this stuff. We knew obviously what was going on and they kept sending us out there and, you know, out into the war. And um, so he ended up breaking out of the facility he was in and he saved those guys before anything happened. And, yeah, that's where he was back in prison for more experiments. So um, or am I going backwards there? E- either way, all of his his. um soldier team were all in a POW camp and he broke out and saved them regardless oh yeah they did the testing on him in prison they did the um, testing they did the testing on him because in in, because he survived but he's the only one that survived (laughs) right exactly like like the serum killed off everybody else which is really like whoa okay so I completely um, understand um, Isaiah's point of view here and I completely understand mm-hmm. uh, Sam's point of view here. Like I said at the beginning of this thing, right. you know, my grandfather was this. He, you know, World War II mm-hmm. veteran and came home and he very much was of that mentality because a lot of his time, you know, back in the 40s and the 50s, you know, in between in between um, his tours over in Europe, he was stationed in the South and he saw a lot down there and he had a lot of resentment all the way up until he um, he passed away. He, you know, and so Isaiah being in this position where he just kind of wants to be left alone because he doesn't think that anything has changed. I absolutely I understand where he's coming from. Um, But yeah, man, just telling your wife or telling his wife that he's dead and like hiding all these letters like that's a different level of cruelty. But man, to experiment on him like that and then he he lifts his shirt up and you see all the scars. I can't. I can't imagine what must be going through his head. Now, hmm. you know, before I was very much like, oh, Isaiah's going to, you know, you know, come into this picture in some some big way and like not Donna Kate, but like, you know, play kind of a role. Now I'm <laughs> kind of of the opinion like, no, maybe it is best just to leave this poor guy alone and let him 
That's, you know, let him live yeah. out the rest of his days in peace. So it, he's yeah. seen, he's absolutely seen enough in his lifetime. And mm-hmm. I think Sam kind of gets that. Like, okay, now may, right. maybe it was a mistake coming here and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to let, I'm going to leave this guy be. So that's right, kind of where I'm at now. But yeah. So that's what I've been saying to you. I'm like, if anything, we might see him like watch something on TV and kind of go, okay, <laughs> you know, either <laughs> okay or okay. <laughs> You know, but <clears throat> I mean, he he basically gets into that whole thing, explains how he got out. The nurse declared him dead so he can sneak out. And pretty much the biggest thing that he ends with is no self like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be Captain America. and No self-respecting black man would ever want to be Captain America. And he just like he says that just to basically like if you do that, like you're going to lose like all my respect <laughs> and you shouldn't even respect yourself that's something that a man of color of that age would say. Oh yeah. It doesn't necessarily make it true. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't agree with that mentality at all. It doesn't necessarily make it true, but coming from his perspective, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, there's nothing else that he would think. He doesn't know any other way and he's, and he's, you know, too old and set in his ways right now to kind of find out. So Mm -hmm. that, that is that is what it is, and it's it's right. disheartening. It's sad. Yep. <clears throat> well, after that, now this is. I thought this was interesting. Um, I walked out of the room when he, when this happened, but as, if I recall, when he goes outside, he grabs his phone, he calls his sister, and says he's coming home. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that what he does? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> in this day and age, who calls somebody and says, "Hey"? I'm coming home, and then hangs up. Uh, Nobody. Uh, that is a text message. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was like a big waste of a phone call. Not that it cost money, but it's like, uh, you would just text, I'm on my way home. Like, she she could have been like trying to feed the kids, running around, getting stuff done, and he's over there just like, hey, let me just interrupt you with something I could have just texted you about. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just something dumb. But I, I, I looked at it, I'm just like, that's just weird. Because now I thought about it, like, would I ever do that? No. Maybe if I was driving. Not if I'm I just walking I w- down the street? No. I would never do that. If I if I called somebody <laughs> in my family randomly and just say, hey, I'm on my way home, I would, you know, you couldn't just text that to me. You had to bother me right now, and they would hang up on me. Like, that's that's pretty much the way that that would go. But, but, but things are different in the South, right? <laughs> okay. Southern hospitality, <laughs> I guess? I don't know. Down by the bayou. Okay. So, anyway... So he goes home to help fix up the boat so they can sell it. That's pretty much the plan, right? They're going to sell the boat. They have to sell it. They can't keep the business going anymore. You know, she's she's making five and spending ten, so it's just not going to work anymore. So um, nobody wants to buy it because it's so messed up is what he basically finds out here. And he's like, oh, great. So this even this plan isn't going to work. Okay. And, you know, Mr. Superhero... He wants to fix everything, but he doesn't know how he can fix this situation. So, like, what are they going to do? So they started thinking about all the times, like, they're thinking about how hospitable their family was raised to be. And the idea comes in, it's like, man, you know, our parents, like, did a lot for this community. Maybe it's time to call in some favors and get some help here. You know, maybe people can help us out and get this thing fixed up. You know, donate, donate their time, whatever. So, call in the family. Let's do it. Um... So the they're only there. Thing, the only thing I saw was cans of gas. Cans of gas. 
Like I'm, I'm waiting. Like, is somebody gonna come along with like some engine parts and they're gonna re- like really fix this thing up? Like that's what I'm waiting for. But it's like you know, this dude, you know, fifty something year old dude with the beard shows up and here's some gas and you can have my time. And it's like, where's where's the machinery? Like, where, where are the tools? Where's you know? I mean, we're, if we're gonna fix this thing up, what are we doing? So, right, right. Hmm. It's it, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh? So, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, we didn't see everything. Again, this goes back to the same argument we had before when we were talking about uh, Justice League, where someone's like, where was the kid? Uh, I don't know. The bathroom? <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's just, we saw we saw a couple of things, and then they were like, how are we going to get this thing off the truck? And then Bucky walks over and just lifts it up, like an entire pallet, <laughs> and just drops it down. And you're like, oh, yeah, he is strong. Like, why doesn't yeah. he use that more? <laughs> okay. The best thing we saw Bucky do as far as his strength was run faster than a truck. That was pretty cool. And survive jumping out of a plane. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I don't he didn't know. I do just, it with I, style. I, I, no, no, not at all. Not at all. He completely fumbled that. Like completely. Yep mess that one up but and, i mean and if yeah, you're gonna you know start talking if you're gonna start talking about some of his accomplishments surviving you know jumping out of a plane with no parachute kind kind of don't want to gloss over that one yeah it's, or surviving falling off a bridge or <laughs> yeah anyway oh. so um bucky shows up and he's he's got this wakandan box and i'm like we we know it's new wings i mean come on yeah it's new wings it's new wings. I mean, at this point, because I didn't play the what's in the box game, but it's like that's why I said as soon as I'm like calling a favor, I'm just like, okay, what type of favor would he call in? Well, he lost his arm, and they gave him a new arm. Well, obviously Sam lost his wings, so he's gonna get some new wings, and I'm kind of interested in seeing how they look. They're probably gonna look pretty awesome. So am um, I. So am I. And I'm, you know, I'm more interested in how this is gonna play out. You know, um, from a militant perspective, like, mm-hmm. is the military gonna try to claim? ownership or jurisdiction over these wings or are they just kind of kind of let it go i i i don't know what type of jurisdiction they really have over them zero all this this the only reason the only reason why i ask is because there's been a couple of occasions in this television show where you know they were tracking him through the wings so now Mm -hmm. i'm like okay well now that's gone and you have these wakandan wings now that Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen here? They just is you know is you know Uncle Sam gonna step in and say, oh no no no, we have to take those. Like I'm just well, I'm, they can't. It's just like the shield. They don't, I don't own really, it. Really, exactly. So it's okay. So now they have the shield. They got new wings. Bucky's a super soldier with an arm. So mm-hmm. it's like okay, we're uh, we're off to the races. <laughs> I was at at this point in the episode. This is probably why I didn't like it as much as I should have. At this point in the mm. episode, I'm on ten. Like I'm ready for like this episode to end mm. on a big big bang and it didn't it was just right. slow-mo <laughs> and we're done yep like yep. that's basically the rest of the episode <laughs> like we're gonna yeah. fix this boat we're gonna have a heart to heart and episode over so it's like what you built up that and it's not even like it's not even like it's within the you know the last five minutes of the episode where it's like, you know, okay, fine, I can understand it ending there. There's like a good, like, 20, 15 minutes left where they do almost nothing. Hmm. It's really, it's really weird. Yeah, no, I agree. 
Like you're str- <clears throat> like I I don't understand why they strung it along like that. Well, here's here's what this episode really got me. Um, this this brought me to a point of of Sam uh, going through all of the reasons why he didn't want to pick up the shield, right? And getting over it. That's what this whole episode was, and even in it, it's it's interesting because it wasn't like. Um, it wasn't like he had nothing but good things to to push him towards doing it, right? He actually had one big deal, like Isaiah just being like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> Pretty much like, I wouldn't do it, and you shouldn't do it. Um, but yet, it still was the, you know, the back and forth, back and forth. And it, it I, I, again, I like this aspect, you know, where the, the hero is is on the fence about whether or not they should be the hero. You know, I like that. We've talked about this. There's the Batman Forever thing. I know you don't talk about that movie. Um, there's Spider-Man 2. You know, all those things where they start doubting themselves and saying, I can't do this. And then they eventually realize that they should and they will. So mm-hmm. we get that with this episode. And I think that's the biggest thing we get in this episode, if anything else. Um, we get that John is pushed is completely pushed over the edge and has no allies anymore. Um, and that it's now time for, for Sam to step up and, you know, take the shield. Now, I'm not surprised, but I am a little disappointed that Don Cheadle is just nowhere to be found. <clears throat> what but, would he do? Hey, whatever. I don't know. Like, help? <laughs> like, what is he doing right now? I think I you got all this you, stuff it, going on. You got this new Captain America. Like, wouldn't you think he would have something to do with that? I think, Maybe. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say something, and hmm. I think if you introduced War Machine to this, things would be a little bit too easy. Yeah. You know oh, what I, I mean? Like that. you gotta, you gotta, but, you gotta. But even like a phone call or something, some kind of connection that would make some sense. Like, hey, whatever. Like maybe he'll. Sh- I think he might show up at the end. Like maybe, maybe. The end when it's all said and done. They're like, hey, good job. Like, oh, thanks. Where were you? Uh, hmm. Uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, look at the time. <laughs> that would be that would be oh. awesome if he just shows up. Where were you this whole time? Uh, you know, uh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. If anything like that happens, I'll officially stamp the show greatest show of all time just because <laughs> of something like that. That would be incredible. Right. Well, I mean, they did they did a line like that before when we were watching, I mean, and when they did Endgame, right? And when they said, you know, it'd be a lot easier if you were here. Time. She goes, "What what's that? Why was she up there this whole time?" Right. Right. That's the whole thing. It's like, well, you know, uh, there's a lot of other planets that need help, and they didn't have you. Like, that was a really good explanation. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because yep, that, that would be so much easier. But, again... That's another one. We can still keep looking at that and just say, I mean, Scarlet Witch, whatever, or even just back then when she wasn't, had a lot of power, and she could have been very useful if she was just placed more strategically. But, but hey, whatever. So, anyway... Um, Bucky ends up helping to fix the boat. Like, you can tell that he's there. He's not going to just drop off a box and walk away. And then, sure yeah. enough, a pipe bursts. He walks over there, grabs the wrench, and fixes it. And I love the line, why didn't you just use the metal arm? He's like, oh, I don't always think of it immediately. <laughs> and that makes sense. You know, you just, you just live in your life. I got an arm. Okay, whatever. But you just forget that you have a metal arm. 
Okay. And then Bucky and Sarah have their little, hey, hey, <laughs> I'm Bucky. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sam is just like, what? No. <laughs> like, this is not happening. <laughs> so... And immediately oh they God. get into their, their repair montage. They got like an old 60s song playing or whatever, or 70s song. And um, they've got their, their montage. And then you get to the end of it where they're like, okay, they're working out together. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go go to the hotel or whatever. And then he's like, oh, come on. Yeah, are you going to come at me like this? Okay, whatever. No, dude, you can stay with us. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah, you can stay. Don't flirt with my sister. And we're good. I'm like, okay. So they're, they're playing something up here. Now I saw another... <laughs> I saw another meme that came up and it shows, you know, the two kids playing with Captain America's shield <laughs> and Bucky like opening his eyes and smiling and it just says I'm going to be your father soon <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and it was just like, oh jeez. I mean, I love the I think I don't know what it is but memes are just way too funny for me now because they're so simple they say so much and just a simple thing so you're gonna hear me talk about memes constantly I'm the meme guy like I hang out with friends there's at least 10 memes coming out on my phone hey did you see this one hey did you see that one um anyway so um we go through these things we see John he goes over to see Lamar's family right and he lies again straight up to them about who actually killed Lamar um you know, they go off and it's like, oh, is this the guy that killed my boy? He's like, yeah, 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 he is. Nope. No, he's not. But okay. Um, they just kind of say, you know, Lamar knew the risk. He was so happy to be your partner. He was so honored, you know, to be there with you. And he just, yeah. And I think that's the whole thing. And I think that's what, what's adding to the whole theory of he's just going to go right after the Flag Smashers and take them all out. Because he, he knows that he's that he killed somebody who was not the real killer. So he wants to take them all out. So as he's sitting there just dealing with it and hearing what they're saying, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm lying to them. So, and, you know, any liar um, would have the mindset of like, okay, yeah, I lied. Well, let me go take care of it so it's not a lie anymore. I did kill them. You know, so at that point, people will be less upset. <laughs> Some, that's just, that's the lie that a liar hears in their head. You know, justification of something like, okay, I didn't do it, but I'm going to do it. So I'll just tell them that I did do it. Uh-huh. And then when I have done it, no harm, no foul, because I already did it. They can't catch me in that lie. <laughs> it's still the thing anyway. that this is not the person who killed your son, though. Like, that's still going to kind of be out there. Like, I think that's, I think that's the big lie that's told yeah. here. Like, you don't know, like, okay... Your your son is gone. You don't really know who did it, and now you're gonna be you know carrying around this resentment for somebody who you know isn't guilty of this crime. I think that's the bigger mm-hmm. lie coming out of this thing. And and right to be to be quite honest, I don't him, think there is for him. He doesn't care. He just wants justice. He doesn't care he, at all. No, he doesn't he care. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the whole point there. But here, um, you know, he says what he has to say. He makes he quote unquote makes his peace and then moves on, you know. And they sit there to stay there and cry about it. Okay. Um, but we get to this part here, and this is where I said, "What is going on?" Because Sharon, Sharon, no, is it Sharon Carter? Yes, Sharon Carter. That's the yes niece there. Okay. Um, what's going on with her? I, what is she I, up I, to? <coughs> Something. 
Something's here's going my, on. Here's my out there theory. Okay, it's way out there, but I'm just going to say it. I'm ready. She's the power broker. <sighs> what if she's the power broker? I mean, I'm just... We don't know much about this character. She was introduced in The Winter Soldier, then we never saw her again, and now she's here. We don't know what happened in those five years. We don't know what's been going on. I have no idea. And who's to know if the power broker's like the bad guy or not, or just like doing some shady stuff because of a good reason. We don't really understand and know. So you think this is like an Amelia Clark situation from Solo? I, maybe. Okay. Maybe. That's, okay. That's kind of what I was going with here. I can but see it. it. I can see it. It's just a theory. I mean, I don't know. The, the, the fact that they're making it shady like that, I think they're making it. It could go either way. Like, maybe we wouldn't expect it to be the power broker, but it is. Or maybe she's up to something totally different that's just, like, totally out of left field. Um, But... I mean, at this point, like you said, we're getting pretty close to the end here. So, can we start getting some answers? Or are we going to wait till the very, very end? This is not a mystery. No, no. You you make you, know? you make an interesting point. There's definitely something. There's definitely something evil afoot with um with her. She's definitely doing something. I personally thought that she was hedging her bets. Like in mm-hmm. case they're not able to get me my pardon, I'm gonna keep up with you know appearances i'm gonna keep on living the life that i built for myself here you know in the in the right, underbelly right. of the city and i'm gonna keep on keeping on until i hear something and you right. know whatever it, 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 it that's kind of what i took away from it but the idea that she's you know a bigger deal than that meets the eye or maybe that she's even the power broker i can i could absolutely see it i could see mm-hmm. it yeah. yeah yeah sure i like it just a weird theory but we'll I see. mean, it's as I mean, it's as valid as any other theory. I mean, it's more. Uh, l- let me put it this way: it's more of a sound theory than any theories that you or I had during Wandavision. Let me. I'll just put that out there because, like, <laughs> the theories that we had during Wandavision, like, we were both way off in a lot of things that we were thinking. But here, you know, something like that would actually kind of make sense because you're right. We don't know a whole lot about her. There is this huge gap in her character that we know absolutely nothing about. And they're mm. making it a point to make her, you know, a little bit shady. So, mm. ma- I mean, maybe maybe we find out, you know, Power Broker is a stretch, but, you know, her, her, you know, planning something, planning some kind of backup plan or or whatnot, well, I could absolutely see something I mean, her, like that happening. So, so her conversation on the phone was, I need, I have another job for you. You know, it's not like she was, it's not like she was like, give me another job. So she's in some place, some area, or some level of power, you know, where she says, I have a job for you. I mean, obviously, she's got the money. We know that she's got, like, all the artwork in the world. So mm-hmm. <laughs> good for her. Um, but, <clears throat> I don't know, it just makes me think that it, it, it's she's not just a lackey. She's she's pretty heavily involved in some stuff. Right. So we will see, I guess. Um, well, yeah. then again, she has money, so money is power, you know, in this world. So... She could just be somebody who's just doing whatever she wants because she's got money and she's got her own plans. I don't know. We'll see. Again, money is power. Power broker. Okay. Anyway, so kids are playing with the shield. Early morning engine repair, and you've you know they're buddies. They're 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 being buddies here. Yeah. You know, and and you're realizing that they're practicing with the shield. They're like playing catch with it out in the backyard. Which that was actually cool. kind of cool. 
Yeah, you know, they're just throwing it back and forth while they're in the middle of their conversation. And Bucky apologizes for the ignorance of the whole, like, you know, I didn't think about, you know, what it would be like if a, if a black man had the shield, you know. Um, and then he kind of gets back into what he was, what, what came out at that therapy session that time about how he's lost, you know. He doesn't know, there's like nobody else around. He's He lost everything um, and everybody. All he's got is, you know, that shield and that book. So... You know, like, what else was he going to think? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sam comes up with a really valid point, and it's something that's, that's helping him understand what's going on with him, was you got to stop looking at other people to tell you who you are. You know? And he's saying that because he's realizing it for himself, and that's what's pushing him towards this stuff here. So he's asking Bucky, you still having the nightmares? Bucky's concerned that the Winter Soldier's still in him somehow, um, which... Hey, we, we still haven't seen, like, Zemo, uh, it seems like Zemo's gone, like, f- from the show, like, we're not going to see him anymore, but we never saw him, like, trigger the Winter Soldier. I don't know. I'm going to go back. I'm wondering if I'm, it's going to happen. I'm going to go back to that entire sequence when they were in the club and how Bucky was just able to turn everything off and go full on Winter Soldier in that moment. So, yes, the Winter Soldier is definitely still within yeah, but it's almost like well, yeah, I, it's 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 almost mm. like he has some kind of control over it. I don't know. It's very. It's. I, I'm hoping they you know get a little bit deeper into that before this um this season ends, of of, of you know what that's actually like on his psyche. Just a little bit, you know. But right. for the most part, yeah, the Winter Soldier is definitely still in there. Um, yeah. Zemo's not going to be the one to be able to get it out. I mean, he's he's you know free of that and cool i'm fine with that but it's still it's still there it's not gonna he's never gonna be able to shed that right he's never it's never gonna happen that's always gonna be in there that's always gonna be something that he's gonna be carrying around right so we'll see i think it's just a matter of him accepting understanding it and finding Mm, yeah exactly so we'll see what that brings up but and he gets into it so as he's talking to me he goes and and we're, we're getting back to that guy yori which was great because he goes, there's right. at least one person in that book who needs actual closure and you need to be the one to give it to them. So we know that we're probably going to see Yori in this next episode, um, which is great. You know, that's that was set up right from the beginning. Exactly. Was the first episode? We yeah. called that in the first episode that that's, you know, the way that that relationship was going to, you know, come to a head. That, you know, Bucky well, had to somehow, Bucky had to somehow realize that he's going to eventually have to, you know, kind of man up and... And give Yuri the closure that he deserves. Like that was his that was yeah, well, his entire they, if, story arc. <laughs> Could you imagine if they set it up that way and just never came back to it? I'm like, well, this would be a horrible TV show. <laughs> that would be like, that would why? be that would be horrible. I would not. Yeah. I would rage. I would probably yeah. rage. Yeah. Like that would be the biggest. Just like why even? Why was this show even created? Like, <laughs> no. But we're trying to see him grow. We're trying to see him do what's right. You know? Right. Just going around and like intimidating people and making their car go all you know Doc Brown DeLorean on them, you know, is not gonna uh, just fix everything. So he needs to actually make real amends and give people actual closure. You know, mm. he needs to do what he needs to do, not just say sorry and walk off. So anyway, um, we see Sarah over there. She she's at a point where she's like, I can't sell this boat. You know, Sam's pretty excited about it. The boat's their history. And she's just like, um, you know, we're really going to let Isaiah get into your head. And he explains this really simple thing. He's like, I'd feel the exact same way 
you know, if it was me in his shoes. But what would be the point of all that pain and sacrifice if I wasn't willing to stand up and keep fighting? Right. Okay. So here's where we see this is the whole episode for me. You know, so can can we back up? Can we back up for a second? Yeah. Because yeah. you did you did skip over a little piece of dialogue that I wanted to talk about. Okay. When when Sam and Bucky are having their heart to heart and they're going mm-hmm. back and forth and Sam's like you know you got to stop looking for other people to tell you who to be. Mm-hmm. He does drop the line. He does drop a line in so many ways where he says you got to stop telling other people who you're supposed to be and you got to stop looking for this and not everybody's going to be Steve and Steve is gone. Right. Oh yeah, straight up Steve is gone. S- Steve mm-hmm. is gone. So is he dead? Are we to believe <sighs> that he that the hit that he died or is he just living somewhere as an old man? Hmm. Because it's just weird that, that, like, the choice of words there is very odd for him not to be dead. (laughs) Like, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just me then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that the whole point is, like, Steve is gone, he's retired, like, we're not touching Steve, like, he's done. You know? I mean, they never actually showed, like, you know, an obituary or anything for him. Nothing. I'm pretty sure that they would have. But it's okay. like, I mean, what's what's Steve going to do now? He's like 120 years old, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, 100, 108, right? <laughs> yeah. So, no, he's he's definitely not doing much because he was actually alive for those 108 years, like going through them, unlike Bucky, who was just frozen. Um, but whatever. We're not going to get into that theory about if that's considered time travel or not because he was unconscious during those times. Did he travel into the future? No, he just preserved his body from aging that's not time travel but we've already had our time travel arguments so not today no not um today. <laughs> so when when sam gets to that point and he just says you know i'm gonna keep fighting he has this um training montage now he seemed to be doing pretty good when he was throwing it back and forth with bucky but here he's just fumbling it all over the place now he is throwing it harder and really trying to push himself yeah he's still, really he's, like, he's really pushing he was, himself he's really training there was a couple of right. times during this where i was like that shield looked like it was just about to take your arm off right right like the way and he I like that's the whole yeah no go ahead i'm sorry no, I just think that was the whole point is like he's fighting and he's like he's really throwing this and saying, how do I catch this after like a real attack? Like he knows he's going to be if he's in the heat of a battle, he's not going to be just like, you know, tossing it like it's a Frisbee. He's going to be trying hmm. to take people out with it. So he needs to make sure that he can take that impact and he can be ready for it. So I thought I thought it was actually a really great training montage. They're using the actual theme song from the move uh, from the show, um, mm-hmm. which shows the seriousness of it. Now, one thing I thought was great about it. You know, so it just like any montage starts off not very good at all, you know, and then gradually getting better. And then by the end, it's like, wow, that was awesome. He's doing like these crazy like flips up in the air, upside down and catching the shield. Like now he's just showing off. I mean, honestly, he just played the coolest game of Ultimate Frisbee by himself ever. And as he's going, you notice that when he starts getting better, he starts wearing a blue and red shirt. His clothing turns blue and red all of it so i mean i know it's simple it's it's just it's um using colors for symbols and to no, it's, you know it's, it's simple portray but a type of emotion 
Yeah, and it's it's just like everything like we talked about before with Superman and Superman three. You know when when he's like drugged up Superman or whatever you want to call him, and he's like grungy looking. He's got the he's got the 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 makeup change, the five o'clock shadow, the hair's all you know different, and his suit's dirty. Like as simple as it is, they did it in such a quick instant where you knew something is off about him, something is different. You know, and right. it, and it gave you it gives you a different emotion about what's going on. So when you see that. Um, a lot of people wouldn't pick up on it, but some people who do and they, and they brush it off. It's like, no, that's a, that's how you make movies. It's how you make a film is you Mm. use visual symbols like that to, to further, um, get your point across. Like, Hey, he's doing it now. He's accepting it. And now the shield is his. So it looks like this answers the question that we've had this whole time. Who's going to don the shield? So think we're there yeah we're Um, there we're there so there we are you can say it at any time and i'll say what um that somebody uh was right Uh, dude i never said you were wrong (laughs) you are you were arguing about saying bucky was gonna get it i did think bucky was gonna get it and you thought sam was gonna get it but i never i never said i was never firm on 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 bucky's side Uh i would have been happy with either or i was just saying i was just saying that this can go either way and i and (laughs) there's a big part of me that still thinks it can go either way like the shield is a symbol it doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. have to belong to just one of them especially when you go back to the beginning of this episode and you have that whole fight sequence and the way the bucky was sitting there and the light was shining on him with the shield like that's Mm -hmm. a little okay what what are we actually going to be doing here like you want me to concede i'll concede right now i don't care but it's just (laughs) it's just one of those things that's very hmm odd choices I'll, i'll i'll put it that way you know yeah. they're 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 doing this whole thing about how the shield is more of a symbol and it doesn't it's it, at this point I don't really think it's going to belong to either one of them. I think it's going to be just mm-hmm. one of those things like this is a symbol and that's the way that it's going to be. And I'm rambling right now and I really don't know why. It's okay. I forgive you. Whatever. So. <laughs> but no, I I think when when I saw them throwing it back and forth, you know, when they were just having their conversation, that gave me hope for, you know what? The shield is not just something that one guy carries. I think exactly. the two of them obviously know how to do it, and they're going to be able to use that in battle together. You know, right. if they're working as a team, they're going to throw that thing back and forth. It will primarily be the Falcons, yes. but the two of them will use it as a as a um, mutual tool. And I think that's what's really cool about it, because they both know how to handle it. So that's where we got it. You know, Bucky does not want it. Sam didn't want it either, but Bucky's like, well, it's not mine, <laughs> so you have to take it. He gave it to you, dude. But anyway, that's where we are right now. Sam officially has the shield. Cool. So we got some French dude who wants revenge against Falcon, you know, who shows up, and he's prepared to, you know, fight and battle with the Flag Smashers. You And you look up, and you're like, oh, they're in Central Park. That's totally New York City. Got it. Mm-hmm. So... The GRC Patch Act is basically planned to move all these people back to their countries of origin, and that's what they're trying to take down. They're trying to get rid of that. They it looks like they want to take that whole like I, I don't know what they're planning on doing. They, they want to stop the fight. vote. They want to stop. They want to the stop vote. the vote. And I'm just wondering. I'm wondering what means they think they're taking in order to stop the vote. 
but they know that Sam is going to show up, so they basically say, hey, we'll get this guy. He's got some weapons and stuff, and let's uh, let's get him over here because he clearly wants to take out the Falcon because he, you know, screwed him over in some deal at some point or whatever. Um, or she said, screwed him out of a lot of money at one point, so he's just like, a death to the Falcon. <sighs> okay. Um, anyway, Sam's informed by Torres that the Flag Smashers are pinged in New York City, and then we get this whole lights out at the Senate building. So there's a really, there's a really interesting thing that happens here. They're not, he's not just saying, oh, they're pinging in New York City. He also brings up the idea that they could be possibly using a VPN to hide their location. It's such a great idea that I'm wondering why the Flag Smashers aren't using that in the first place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just. Right. (laughs) Right. I know. Well. Well, I think the whole point was because they needed people to be able to locate it. Like, they wanted people to locate where they were. That's how they were communicating with the people who were their um, comrades, you know, their buddies. Mm. So why would they use a VPN to hide their location? I guess so. You know, he he says they could be just to throw us off, you know, the scent. You know, that just means that the other people wouldn't find them. It'll be like word of mouth on their end, but... I think, yeah, that that is a valid point. He could they could be using a VPN, but it's clear that they're not because they just went there and shut down all the lights. Like the the guy that you saw out in Central Park Field is now the guy wearing an earpiece, you know, a security guy in that um that meeting, you know, where they're doing the vote. So yeah, I don't I don't it would make sense, you know, that they would use that for certain things to throw people off, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. the case here. You right. Know? But it is what it is. So um. Uh, basically heading over there and then we get to this thing which we've been waiting for the whole time what's in the box so lots of things went through my head uh, <laughs> is, is it is, is it gold like I was ex- I was expecting I was expecting you know a little Tarantino just like a big flash of gold in your face you know um, is it money is it just a big box full of Turkish delights you know what 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 is it <laughs> we know what it is you know, they really laid this thick. If if, they, if yeah. they open it up, if he opens it up and it's not wings, I'll just be really mad. Not like because, <laughs> oh, you tricked me. But I'm just like, what else could it possibly be? And why did, did you make us wait a week to find out what it was? <laughs> I don't know. But here's what I'm explaining to you. So you haven't seen this. Um, I have. But. I have. I, okay. I, you just watched I it. I fast forwarded okay. to the end while we were um doing this thing, so I've seen okay. it. Okay, okay, good. So there's not much to really see, like I said, but John is out in the middle of wherever, you know, with a little hammer, making his own shield and like taking his medals and like you know that he's that he's earned and putting them on there, and so he's making his own type of shield. Okay, it's gonna be his, and he's painting it up like Captain America. This is so stupid. It is. This is so, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that it's, you know, the show is stupid for doing it. I'm saying he's stupid. What oh, is he hoping it's, to it's accomplish not... with some random scrap metal? I know, it's, it's, I know. He, he <laughs> he's welding, I, I, like, I, like you're sitting there welding together, like these random pieces of metal. You're throwing some spray paint and your metal's on it and you think that this is going to do what? Again, this goes back to he is wish Captain America, you know, and th- that's what he's going to come up looking like. He's going to come up there the with whole, his own costume. This is going to look like the, Blank Man's costume, you know. Exactly. Remember he's Blank gonna Man? He's going to look like Blank Man. <laughs> so my whole, th- but, but it's even dumber because 
you're a super soldier at this point. You you really uh-huh. don't need the shield. I know, you're but here's doing what he, it. You're just he said doing it. it to suit your ego. Yes, and what he said multiple times, even though he was like in defeat, every time he was defeated by somebody, he kept saying, "I am Captain America." Like he is obsessed with this now. He said it to Sam and Bucky when he was, you know, taken down. When he pretty much lost, he still fought and said he was Captain America. It's the only thing he's holding on to right now. And then when he was when he was in court there, he said it again. He yelled at his like, no, you like you can't tell me I'm, I can't be Captain America. I am Captain America. Like, that's just the reality. I am Captain America. No, like, he I has thought, lost it. He has completely I thought, cracked. I thought Zemo was, you know, an underwhelming villain in Civil War. Mm-hmm. John Walker is giving him a run for his money. <laughs> He really Uh, is. Like, this is so really... Like, I'm expecting now, I'm expecting a scene where John Walker is there with his shield, and Sam is there with the real shield. They throw the shields at each other, and, you know, John, through his arrogance, is going to think that this is going to work. I'm expecting John Walker's shield to shatter into a million pieces. mm -hmm. Like, it's... Okay. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he's a little kid. <laughs> throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, it, it, his reason for being upset is valid. I mean, but the thing is, nobody, like, he's, the way he went about handling it was not. <laughs> so, you know, he, now he's going to deal with his consequences. Jeez, I mean, we're working out with our kids right now as consequences. You know, you did something wrong. Okay, now learn from it. Don't just get angry and stomp your feet or smack your podium. You know, okay, just take your take your uh, your discipline and move on. You know, and and deal with what you need to deal with. But he's not willing to do that. He wants to make his own shield and his own superhero costume <laughs> so he can go out and fight the new superheroes. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, John Walker, what are we gonna do? And it's just, and again, it just it's it's funny to me because. Because it's Kurt Russell's son. I think that's what makes it really funny. Because <laughs> it's almost like... And this is not... Okay. This is taking it back down to the actor, you know, of Wyatt Russell. It's just like, you've got Kurt Russell who was... Uh, uh, would, would you say superhero? He was hero. He was a hero. Um, you know, ex- except for, you know, um, in in this same universe. Wait a second. Oh. Anyway. When he was ego. But no, he... Um, ego. Well, that makes sense. Ooh, well, I wonder if they tie that in. No, I'm going too far. That's a weird rabbit hole. My eyes are crossing. I can't do that. Um, so yeah, okay, I'm completely lost we, right I, now. I just, I know. I'm just saying that Kurt Russell plays a hero in most things he's in. Wyatt Russell is playing a wannabe hero. So it just, it almost was like, you know, here's Wyatt Russell trying to be like Daddy. No, not quite. We're gonna make you the wish Captain America <laughs> and throw your tantrums. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> But that's just uh, whatever. It is stupid. Anyway, yeah, I mean, you didn't like this episode. I thought it was a good follow-up to what we had, but I do agree that, like, they built up momentum. The last episode ended, and we're like, where's this going to go? And then we're like, okay, start off with the Big Bang, and... Mm. So I don't see how the next episode or next two or however many episodes are not going to be a lot more energetic. So, oh, I, I don't see how they agree. could possibly do that. 
at I this point, agree. I think this this was a necessary um, lull in order to yeah. build, 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 and prepared and prepare for these the series finale. Absolutely, so. no, I agree. Let me let me let me be clear. My my problem with the episode isn't isn't so much about the show my problem mm-hmm. with the episode was the way that things were built up in this in this particular episode and the way that everything just kind of drops off like half of right. this episode was really great and the other half was the lull i would have right. much i would have been happier if the entire episode was a lull like every like every season of television ever there's always like one or two episodes within a season that are the lull and i'm completely fine mm-hmm. with that because you have to do some building up to get to a big kaboom i would have been mm-hmm. perfectly fine with that but it's just like this episode <laughs> halfway through it it's ramping you up for like some big payoff and then it's just like nope we're just going to give you a couple of montages mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> yep. okay fine whatever i'll swallow it yep but um yeah. no that's that's how I felt, and I'm sticking by that. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything much to say. I've, I've talked out. I'm just, I'm done because John yeah. Walker's an idiot, and <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna keep going back to that, like the, the welding and the spray paint and your metals and what are you? <laughs> okay, all right, this is gonna so, work. So this is this more is memes. Idea. I've seen, I've seen like kids. It's sh- they show like kids making their own Captain America costume. Like, hey, here's John Walker in the last episode. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And now that I saw the end credit scene, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> He's just like getting stuff around the house again. Very blank man, you know, dyeing his socks and cutting holes out of it so he can make a mask. You know, that's basically what we're doing here. He's not taking like floral bed sheets and wrapping them around like a cape. But <laughs> and wearing long johns, but uh, now I want to watch Blank Man. Maybe we should put that on our list. <laughs> sure. J five, you brought the noon chicks. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm tapped out for this episode. You all done? I'm done. <laughs> We're done. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for sticking around and listening to us. If you got some theories, you've got some ideas. This is definitely a good week to reach out to us and let us know what you think. And we can give you guys some shout outs, whether it's just on our Facebook page or somewhere else on social media or, you know, use it for a discussion or have you join us sometime. So um, feel free to reach out, send us your ideas, send us your thoughts. And um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled, your eyes and ears peeled. I mean, can you peel ears? I mean, why do you peel? Wait a second. Where did that term even come from? Who's peeling eyes? Don't go cross-eyed again. Ew. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have a good one. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. Bye.